Kusum Sampo, and welcome to Hello from Bhutan. I am Namgi Sam. Time has listed one place in Bhutan among the world's greatest places in 2022, and this place is none other than our historic Trans-Bhutan Trail, which opens this fall. Talking about the trail with me today is Srin Dolkar, the marketing manager for Trans-Bhutan Trail. Trans-Bhutan Trail is very important because it's not just a physical trail, you know, it is a very important cultural heritage. It is, uh, if I may be so brave, it's actually, it played a very important role in forming Bhutan as a nation that it is today. Because for centuries and centuries, it was the only means of connection and communication that our ancestors and our forefathers had, right? And if you listen carefully, Every household, every Bhutanese family will have a Transpatan Trail story. And that story would have impacted their lives for generations. For example, my family, we also have a Transpatan Trail story. My father, mother, and my grandmother, they walked to the Transpatan Trail when my family migrated from Hunsi, that's where I'm from, from Hunsi to Thimpur. And that was when my dad decided to join the army. So similarly, like the trail was used for many different purposes. We had traders walking the trail, we had armies marching on it. We had our religious leaders like Shabdrung walking the trail to spread Buddhism. But most importantly, we had our monarchs walking the trail to meet with their people, to protect their people and to unite their people. So the trans Trail, again, is not just a trail. It is a very important national symbol of unity. You know how people keep saying Bhutan is a living museum and now Trans-Bhutan Trail is going beyond that. The most important question then, when is it opening? Actually, it's going to open this September. It's going to be launched this September. And to mark the launch, we have this national event called the Scout Walk. And we're going to have 24 scouts, one representing each Songkhak and four Tomdes. So it's very symbolic. They're going to be walking the National Trail of Unity and representing the entire country. They're going to be walking all the way from Ha to Tashigang. And Trans-Bhutan Trail is considered one of the most difficult trails in the world. So it's going to be a once-in-a-lifetime adventure and opportunity for these students. It's a journey of self-development, self-discovery. So we're very excited about it. We're all working towards it now. We're all gearing towards that. Have you identified other people besides the scouts who will walk the trail? Everybody is welcome to walk on the trail. We wanted to give the opportunity to the future of Bhutan to walk this trail for the first time in 60 years. So it's been almost a generation since anybody has actually walked the entirety of the trail because the Trans-Bhutan Trail is a common path that connects Bhutan's past, present, and the future. So when the youth, the future leaders walk the trail, they're going to be connecting with the past that created it and the present that revived the trail. But everybody is welcome to walk the trail. Um, There's no permits required for it. There's no fees for it because we want people to enjoy the trail. We want people to discover Bhutan and discover themselves while they're on it. What is the entire distance of the trail and how long does one take to walk the entire stretch? So the entire trail is 403 kilometers long. It starts in Ha and ends in Tashigang. So it crosses nine Zongkaks, 27 Gyoks. It passes through 12 mountain passes, two national parks, Jigmi Singhe National Park and the Prum Singla National Park. 
because of the nature of the trail right so one day you'll be in this lush forest next day you'll be in knee-deep snow so it is very exciting it has a little bit of everything for everyone to work on since the trail hasn't been officially launched right nobody has completely walked the trail actually but we know that it takes 28 days because during the initial survey and GPS mapping of the trail, we had two teams walking from the opposite ends of the trail. So one from Ha and one from Tashigang. And it took them two weeks each to symbolically meet in the center of the country. So they met in Trongsa. So that's how we know it takes 28 days. But for the Scouts Walk, because we want it to be an experiential learning experience and program for the students, it'll take them about... 35 to 40 days because they will be doing a lot of learning along the trail they will be volunteering they'll be doing a lot of community services as they walk across the country walking the entire trail sounds like an extreme spot but people can choose to walk parts of the trail right yeah like i was saying the transportan trail because of the nature of the trail right it has a little something for everyone so if you're looking for a day hike transportan trail has that again if you're looking for the extreme sports then you have that, you can pass all the 12 mountain passes. And if you're looking for something that's more culture-based, then Transportant Trail has almost over 400 cultural sites along the trail. So the sky is the limit. Like, you know, you have so many options, you just have to pick one and just go for it. <laughs> How long did the restoration of the trail take and who were involved in it? Transportant Trail is a royal initiative. Um, we got the royal command in May of 2019 to begin the restoration. The Transbutan Trail is a project under the Bhutan Canada Foundation and it was spearheaded by Mr. Sam Blythe. He's the Honorary Council of Bhutan to Canada. We have gotten a lot of support. Um, we work very closely with the local communities. They are one of the main partners because oftentimes you'll see that the trail passes right in their backyard. So they are very vital to us. Then we work very closely with the local government. We have a very strong partnership with the Gelsung uh, National Service, the Desung, and the Bhutan Scouts Association and the Land Commission. So we've received a support from over 50 different institutions in the country. And we've been funded by the Bhutan Canada Foundation and through the stimulus plan, we received a very generous funding from the Royal Government of Bhutan and TCB is also one of our partners. So they have been very supportive and generous with us. Another beautiful thing about the Trans-Bhutan Trail is how it's incorporated Genish principles. Our mission is to make Transbutan Trail one of the most sustainable trails in the world. So it's only natural that we embed the values of cross-national happiness and the TBT values. While we are doing that, we are very conscious of creating a governance structure that is thoughtful, engaged and inclusive to ensure the long-term sustainability of the trail. We are working every day to ensure that the Transportan Trail contributes to the sustainable livelihood of the communities, right? Like I was mentioning earlier, the, the local communities are very important partners. So what we are also trying to do through the trail is we are trying to promote the local economy, the rural economy. There are almost over 400 cultural sites along the trail. So we have inventorized that so that we can work towards 
preserving them and connecting generations through this living experiential classroom that's the trail so the Transpatan trail goes through a lot of biodiversity corridors it goes through a lot of national parks so we're very mindful of the delicate ecosystem through which it passes so we're constantly ensuring and constantly studying the international best practices we're working very closely with the local communities and training them in these practices and implementing and maintaining the trails so that we have we minimize our impact on the environment and we are able to appreciate the clean water fresh air and the diverse flora and fauna across Bhutan. We are also developing this um, program called the Tech on the Trail, and it's in line with His Majesty's vision of us embracing technology, incorporating technology, and moving with times. So our app has this QR code reader, and we have placed around 170 QR codes all along the trail, and it's usually along close to cultural sites. It'll give you cultural information, information on the communities. We have a lot of mythical stories and legends, and we've made them into comics. We've made them into animations. At sometimes it'll be an infographic to help you understand the local culture we have that to make the experience of the trail users more interactive sometimes you might not want to use a guide when you're walking the trail and these qr codes will help you understand the local customs better now that you've mentioned myths i'm reminded about how in Bhutan you don't really know what is real and what isn't real anything on the trail that you feel like it would make people stop in their tracks and go wow well there's so many stories you know along the trail um we have a qr code in dochula which uh, is an animation and it tells you the story of how um shot an arrow all the way from tibet pierced through a mountain and landed in Tip Chandana. So we have that into an animation. Have you heard the story of Telegang Dium? The Telegang Dium is the story about how a messenger almost gets eaten up alive by a demoness on the trail. You'll have to walk on the trail and find our QR code to know more about the story. I'm not giving everything away. I'd love to walk on the trail once my baby's a little bit bigger. But for now, I think I'll have to settle for like a day picnic, preferably at a site without demonesses. (laughs) Yes, I was just going to say we have family trails too. Another thing that we've done with the tech on the trail is also we've taken the stories of people from the past who've used the trail and shared their stories through comics for our younger generation, for the present generation to read. So that's another way we are trying to connect the generations. So currently, if you look at our tourism industry, it's focused on the Western circuit. So you have a lot of people visiting Paro, Thimphu, Punaka, Wangdi, and the furthest that they go to is to Bungtang. We're promoting not just the Western circuit, but we also are promoting the East. So we're distributing tourism throughout the country. We have a membership program, it's called the TBT Trailblazer Program. And for a very minimal fee for adults, it's Neutrum 500. And for students, we have a discount of Neutrum 300. And we kept it very minimal because we want every Bhutanese and Friends of Bhutan to become members of TBT and become stewards of this really important cultural heritage. And there's a lot of benefits, but for every member, we are planting a tree on the Transpatan Trail. We are adding to the biodiversity, but also we are connecting the members, the guests, to the trail forever. So TBT is all about connection. 
And then we recently, coinciding with Gelson's birth anniversary on June 4th, we launched a trail adoption program. So the trail is, we have finished restoring the trail, but the maintenance of the trail is an ongoing process, Mava. And we have to continuously maintain the trail, otherwise it gets overgrown. There's like so much waste along the trail. So in close collaboration with the Bhutan Scouts Association, we launched our trail adoption program and um, 13 schools adopted various sections of the trail. We had 700 students walking the trail, and not just students, but also their teachers and scout leaders. They walked the trail on June 4th. They were maintaining the trail. They were clearing the trail. So we're constantly working with the local communities to promote the trail, to maintain the trail. So in that way, it reduces the negative impact of tourism. My name is Mr. Shazong from Lukukji Family School. For me, trail adoption means taking care of our trail. It means that we are going to take care of our national trail and preserve our culture. Along with our membership program, we also have a transport and trail passport program. So everybody who is a member will get a passport. It is one of the benefits of being a member. So in the passport, each page has a section of the trail. And as you walk across the trail, and when you complete that section, you can go to one of our ambassadors and get it sealed. So that's authenticating, validating that you have completed that sections. So TBT has identified 70 ambassadors along the Transpotan Trail, and they are all the local community members. So they are your farmers, they are your farmhouse owners, they are your shopkeepers. We hope that as you get your passport stamped, you'd be able to connect with that local communities because our ambassadors are a great repository of information on that local community. And we hope that you'll be able to promote that community's local economy as well by staying there. So the passport will not only help you log your adventures along the Transpotan Trail, but it'll also capture your memories of the trail. And once you've gotten all the 28 seals from every guild, you'll get the bragging rights of having completed one of the most difficult trails in the world. This episode of Hello from Bhutan is brought to you by the Tourism Council of Bhutan. 